back to orange. Stuart McMillan, KJF News for Jeffco this week. The mask mandate seems like old news, but it keeps coming back to the forefront of the minds of Jefferson County residents ever since the health department passed, then rescinded the mask mandate. Last week, Jefferson County was at red status for COVID cases. Now this week, it's been downgraded to orange. Jefferson County Executive Dennis Gannon says he doesn't plan on implementing any further orders. I think people who are doing responsible social mitigation is what I'm asking. Do it yourself. Don't have anybody tell you to do it. I mean, I don't want to tell anybody that they have to do anything. But by the same token, that's why we have rules, regulations, and, and laws. But I don't want to be the, I don't want to have to say do this. Just, just do social mitigation on your own. You know, let's do the right thing and be responsible. Meanwhile, an attorney from Farmington is challenging the authority of the St. Francis County Health Department after a mask mandate was passed there. Their health board is meeting again this Monday to possibly fix some of the issues with the mandate after a lawsuit claims criminal penalties nor fines can be a part of that mandate. In the wake of announcing their football team would need to quarantine for the next two weeks, Herculaneum High School has revealed that players who tested positive for COVID-19 played in a football game on September 11th against Jefferson High School. Dunklin R5 spokesperson Matt Lichtenstein. We've had a total of eight players, football players, now test positive for COVID-19. None of them were tested prior to that evening. That all took place after the fact, after the game, and then the results started coming in. Jefferson players also went in quarantine after that. Black Cats did not play on Friday and won't play again this coming Friday in football. Police tracked down a Barnhart man wanted for assaulting a woman with a gun. Jefferson County Sheriff's Office spokesperson Grant Bissell says Arnold PD helped arrest 40-year-old Adam Pillow. He was in the area of a gas station at the 3700 block of Richardson Road. When he was spotted and tracked down, there was a brief foot pursuit, and our detectives worked alongside Arnold PD to bring Pillow into custody. And it was a long time coming on this one. Of course, Adam Pillow was listed as wanted back in August 7th following the incident where he allegedly pistol-whipped a woman in the side of her head, and that caused the gun to fire a shot. The woman was injured on the side of her head and her neck, her ear area. Fortunately, she survived, and he'd been on the run ever since. Pillow is being held in the Jefferson County Jail without bond. Another Barnhart man was arrested this week for an attempted vehicle robbery at gunpoint. According to police, 29-year-old Justin Beckett went to an acquaintance's house, held a gun on a man who had just bought a new truck. The victim was able to foil Beckett's theft attempt by pretending to not know where his keys were. He got away and then called 911. Beckett was arrested a day later and charged with attempted robbery, kidnapping, burglary, and armed criminal action. He's being looked at for other crimes around the county as well. He's currently in the Jefferson County Jail with no bond. First COVID, now this. Second alarm fire at the Villas Nursing and Residential Care in DeSoto. There was a lot of smoke in the building due to a failing heating and cooling unit and electrical pole outside that was on fire. It was mostly contained to that small area. Some residents were evacuated for a short time and no injuries were reported. Road construction along I-55 southbound between Route A and the interchange to Highway 67 south of Festus is progressing along. MoDOT area engineer Stephen O'Connor says he recently received an update from one of the on-site contractors. They said that we're a couple weeks out from starting to do the concrete work on that new lane, and once the new lane is 
basically getting done. They still need to tie it into 67, so that's when that ramp will be closed. So if you're going southbound on 55, you'll have to get off to use A to go just a little bit to the east and tie into 61, 67, then take that down south. It'll bottle that traffic a little bit, but there's no other way to safely tie 55 lane into 67 without that whole closure. And O'Connor says there will be short-term increasing traffic congestion in around Route A in that 55 southbound area, but the end result will be well worth it. Well, it will be an additional lane from A tying into 67. As it is now, you have to get off from A. You have to do a quick merge onto the southbound I-55. And if you get off on 67, you get off on the ramp real quick. But this will provide an additional lane southbound, so it's about a mile stretch to tie into that 67 southbound and it'll make it a lot easier for the drivers to make that movement there won't be as much merging back and forth trying to get into the lane that you need to be in road crews will shut down the ramp from southbound i-55 to highway 67 south the first week of october the ramp will be closed for around two weeks road construction is planned to be wrapped up before the end of fall Construction began this week on the new animal shelter in House Springs. The new facility will more than double the size of the old one. Total cost is $1.5 million. The new Jefferson County collector was sworn in this week. Beth Mann, who is 65, was diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease earlier this year, resigning after 34 years of winning elections and serving in office. The deputy collector, Michelle Wirth, now has the top job after being appointed by County Executive Dennis Gannon, Worth doesn't know whether she'll run for the position in 2022. More than 3,000 people attended Jimmy Smooth's first annual Creepin' Show and National Car Cruise-In last Saturday in Cedar Hill. The event featured a rat rod car show along with a build-off challenge, an award show, and live musical entertainment throughout the day as well. $20,000 was raised for local charities. And that's Jeffco This Week, your weekly news roundup for Jefferson County, Missouri. I'm Stuart McMillan. This is KJF News.